Welcome to the Coronavirus Weekly Brief. We're your hosts. I'm David Sturman. And I'm Emily Schneider. Here are the headlines you need to know. New clinical trial data on AstraZeneca's COVID-19 vaccine has shown that the vaccine does not provide strong protection against mild to moderate cases of COVID-19 caused by the B1351 variant. The variant, which is the dominant strain in South Africa, contains a mutation which affects the spike protein, making it more difficult for antibodies to recognize and neutralize the virus. South Africa's health minister said Sunday that the rollout of the vaccine would be paused while scientists reviewed the data. The pause is a setback for the country, which was set to begin distributing its first vaccine doses to healthcare workers this month. However, the health ministry says that it expects to be able to administer vaccines from Johnson & Johnson and Pfizer over the coming weeks. Despite its reduced efficacy against the B1351 variant, a preprint study released on Friday found that the AstraZeneca vaccine remains strongly protective against the B117 variant, which was first identified in Britain. The vaccine was approximately 75% effective against this variant, similar to the efficacy found with the original strain. Even so, the emergence of new variants makes it increasingly urgent to administer vaccines as quickly as possible around the world. The B117 variant has taken hold in many places around the world, including the United States. Another preprint study posted Sunday cautions that the more contagious variant is circulating rapidly around the U.S., doubling approximately every 10 days. The authors of the study have said that the variant is on track to be the dominant strain in the U.S. by March, corroborating a similar prediction by the U.S. Center for Disease Control and Prevention. Other countries have already experienced surges due to the B117 variant, and experts warn that the U.S. could be headed for a similar situation. Many countries across Europe are still trying to finish vaccinating frontline healthcare workers and elderly residents of care homes, a process that has been slower than many health officials and politicians predicted. Initially, government officials hoped that the bulk of Europeans would be vaccinated by the end of summer, but production delays, procurement missteps, and logistical complications have plagued the European Union, which is buying doses of the bloc. Europeans have been exasperated by the slow pace, especially compared to the U.S., where most states are vaccinating people over the age of 65, and about one-tenth of the population has been vaccinated. That's double the number in Spain and three times that of Germany. Many other EU countries are vaccinating at an even slower pace. But there's no need to compare the EU to the U.S. as an even starker comparison is closer to home. The U.K. invested aggressively and early in multiple vaccine manufacturers and is now reaping the rewards of that approach. AstraZeneca, for example, said that Britain would receive vaccine doses earlier than the EU because it signed first. The UK has been quicker than the EU in many aspects of the race for a vaccine. As the AP writes, quote, its regulatory agency has authorized vaccines more quickly than the EU's and its government has experimented with stretching out the time between shots, allowing it to roll out first doses faster so more people can have some protection quickly. Britain has so far given at least one shot to about 15% of its population, compared to some 3% across the block. As they wait for vaccination campaigns to pick up the pace, most EU residents are under some form of lockdown with restrictions on social life and the economy as virus cases continue to climb. Portugal, for example, is suffering record high deaths from COVID-19 and its hospitals are struggling to keep up with patient numbers. 
Today, Monday, senior Democrats plan to propose a $3,000 per child benefit, substantially expanding the proposed direct cash payments to Americans amid the pandemic. The Washington Post reports regarding the proposed bill, which they obtained a copy of, quote, under the proposal, the Internal Revenue Service would provide $3,600 over the course of the year per child under the age of six, as well as $3,000 per child of ages six to 17. The size of the benefit would diminish for Americans earning more than $75,000 per year, as well as for couples jointly earning more than $150,000 per year. The payments would be sent monthly beginning in July, a delay intended to give the IRS time to prepare for the massive new initiative. The bill is being pushed by Representative Richard E. Neal, Democrat of Massachusetts, who chairs the powerful House Ways and Means Committee. The proposal comes after a similar proposal by Senator Mitt Romney, Republican of Utah, to provide direct family support. To see our daily brief, go to the address in our show notes and follow us on Twitter, at New America ISP. The Coronavirus Weekly Brief was produced by Shannon Lynch and Jason Stewart and was edited by Shannon Lynch. The podcast is brought to you by New America and Arizona State University.